short story, every word. Lori considered the long red scratch on his face. It'll leave a scar, that's for certain. Just the luck, spiteful bush. Clip a few branches and wham, right across the face. Well, I was never handsome to begin with. Laurie dabbed the dried blood with a wet tissue and stumped past his unmade bed to his littered desk. A cup with dried fruit juice, a scattering of cereal flakes and breadcrumbs testified to where he ate a majority of his meals. Tottering piles of books crowded around his computer. He fell onto his chair with a thigh. His mom had knitted him a blue hat with his name in scripted bold red letters across the top. L-A-W-R-Y, three Christmases ago, but never having the courage to actually wear it, he had placed it jauntily on his stuffed monkey, who adorned the top of his computer like a good-hearted, though rather mischievous-looking angel. Maximus Monkey, ruler of all he surveyed, was the main character in a series of comics that Laurie had been working on for years. A moldy orange rind had somehow landed on Max's shoulder. Lori winced, and pinching the offending biomatter in two fingers, he pitched it into an overfilled trash can. He tucked Max's arm against the wall for better support. Though the little monkey still leaned, at least he wasn't in imminent danger of careening to the floor. Lori peered under his desk. His eyes widened. Oh, wow, I really need to do something about this mess. He looked for a broom, but as none was in sight, he returned to his computer screen and hit the power button. He checked his mail. Nothing but spam. No agents or publishers begging rights to any of his stories. He checked the news. Yep, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, as usual. He opened his recent story page and stared at the blinking cursor. What could he write about that he hadn't already written? What story was left to tell but hadn't been told a million times over in cyberspace? A universe filled with unread, unloved stories. A light knock drew a grunt from Lori's middle. The knock tried again. Lori grunted again a little louder, a little more articulately. Yeah, what? A young boy, Jimmy, stuck his head through the opening. Mom said thanks for cutting the hedge, and she's making... Hey, you get cut? Laurie rolled his eyes. Jimmy had an exasperating habit of stating the obvious, as if it was headline news. Yeah, it's nothing. Jimmy took those three words as an invitation and crept into his brother's inner sanctum. Holy ground, albeit a messy holy ground. A badminton racket dangled from Jimmy's hand. Lori shifted his gaze away. He wasn't an outdoorsman, as today's battle with a head surely proved. He sighed, his shoulders slumping even further. He leaned in toward the computer screen, tapping keys aimlessly. Just look busy. What are you working on? Nothing. How about Maximus? He doing anything? Lori's gaze shot to the skinny eight-year-old. 
How did the little twerp manage to stay so skinny? He ate as much as any ravenous jungle animal Lori had ever read about, but he stayed stick thin. Metabolism, Lori shifted his heavy frame in the chair. Damn metabolism. Can you read me something? Red hot blushing fury filled Lori. It was ridiculously unfair. Here he had written his heart out for three long years, read every book there was about the art and craft of writing comics, joined the clubs, took online classes, worked at a stupid menial job on the side just to pay his fair share while he still lived at home. Yet nothing. Not one. Dear Mr. Lawrence, we would love to represent you. Not even like to represent you. Heck, even a we'd consider representing you would be a joy. But no, week after week he received, your work does not fit our needs at this time. Lori glanced at Jimmy's hope-filled eyes. He was a lonely little kid. Doesn't seem to make many friends at school. Just hangs out with his stuffed animals, mostly. Lori's hands dropped to his lap. Well, I don't have anything new. Not really. That's okay. I like all your stuff. How about Maximus meets a moon alien? I read that a hundred times. It's, well, it's not one of Max's favorites. Jimmy slid to the edge of Lori's bed and leaned against it. A stuffed rabbit peeked out from his pants pocket. Lori tapped his fingers on his desk and stared straight ahead, unblinking. He cleared his throat. Maximus doesn't have any favorites. Not anymore. Max is thinking about moving away. Maybe getting a real job in the real world. Jimmy's eyes widened, fear rippling across his face. But Max can't go. He can't leave here. At least not till he saves his monkey clan, like he's always planning. Lori felt the lump in his throat rise before he realized that his eyes stung. Maximus can't save anyone, Jimmy. He's really a rather unimportant little monkey. He's decided to settle down and stop all this adventure nonsense. Can't be a silly monkey forever, you know. Gotta grow up sometime. Jimmy brushed back tears with the back of his hand, pretending he wasn't. Lori glanced out of the corner of his eye. He reached up, lifted Maximus off the computer, stared into Maximus's ready-for-anything eyes, and passed him over to his little brother. You take him. Maybe with you he can have some fun. He's tired of being stuck down here every day. Go play badminton with him, or something. Jimmy slid Maximus under his arm uncertainly. We can't play alone. Lori huffed a long, drawn-out sigh. Oh, what the heck. We'll play together. Max can watch. Two weeks later, Lori sat at his computer desk. His face was almost healed, though he had been right there was a scar. His desk was clean, the floor was swept, and his bed was neatly made. 
he placed one last sheet of neatly printed paper onto a stack and clipped it to a large red binder entitled in blue letters, The Adventures of Maximus Monkey by Lori Lawrence for Jimmy Lawrence on his ninth birthday. Lori snatched car keys off his dresser and hustled outside with a binder snuggled under his arm. Jimmy was swinging Maximus from a long jungle rope in the backyard. Lori smiled as Jimmy trotted over. Jimmy pointed to Max. He hasn't given up his adventures, see? He's back in the jungle and leading all the other monkeys to safety. Lori grinned. He could almost see the entire herd as they swung from branch to branch under the green canopy. He patted Jimmy's shoulder. Listen, I gotta go to work now, and I probably won't be back until late, but I wanted to give you this. It isn't much, I know, but you always liked my stories. I figure they're best in your hands. Jimmy hugged the binder, his eyes wide. Wow, you sure? I mean... I can't believe it. Now I can read them whenever I want. I can read them to Max. Jimmy scurried back to the tree, untied Max's dangling arm, and showed the little monkey the cover of the binder. Max's face glowed. Fifty-six years passed, and Lori sat in a wheelchair near a bright window. His mind wandered endlessly after a severe stroke and the ravages of diabetes took his body places he never intended to go. Speaking was a challenge now, but he could hear as well as ever. His ears were cocked for the light tread of his brother returning home in the evening. The shadows are growing long. Soon he'll come. He'll sit with me a while. He always does. Green day. Almost feel... The door opened, and Jimmy stepped in. Heavier, stooped a bit, and gray hair crowned his head. Hey, Lori. The grandkids were going through the attic over the weekend, and guess what they found? A bald-spotted, dustier version of his former self, but still staring out of those ready-for-anything eyes, Maximus Monkey landed in Lori's lap. Lori blinked. His hand, as well as his voice, shook as he lifted the adventuresome critter. I almost remember. Jimmy chuckled as he scraped a chair near into the dwindling sunlight. Don't worry. I remember every word. Jimmy leaned in, patted Lori on the knee, and grinned. Once upon a time, there was a monkey named Maximus. And he had grand plans.